Jeff Perrin has owned the Fly Fisher's Place in Sisters, Oregon since 1991, and he's fished the rivers and lakes of Central Oregon for much longer than that, and he knows an awful lot about fly fishing in this region. His weekly fishing reports at flyfishersplace.com are the best in Central Oregon. The last few months, Jeff has turned us on to some great fishing books and websites and some important organizations that are working to protect habitat and fish. And you can find those conversations archived at www.theradicalsongbook.com. Just look for on the archives page at Fishing with Jeff. This month, Jeff will talk with us about what we can expect on our local rivers and lakes as spring slowly blossoms. Hi, Jeff. Welcome back. Hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, it's an exciting time of the year. Um, uh, May is certainly a, a great, great month for, for trout fishing uh, throughout the West and Central Oregon included. Um, I, um, you know, I think we should start by just kind of thanking Mother Nature for the bounty of snow that has fallen over these last like 10 days or so and and looks like we'll continue to fall at least throughout the week into the mountains i i have to tell you i left to go to florida um on uh the sunday of the masters um golf tournament uh and uh at that time the central oregon snowpack was down at about 61 percent um, and when I came home from, from Florida a week later, uh, it was up um, in the uh, high 80s um, and is now slightly over 90%. Um, so can we uh, extend the miracle and, and get to 100% or more of average snowpack? Um, I think it's entirely possible, uh, kind of based on some some weather forecasts that I've been watching and and uh, long term trends of uh, just a low pressure system kind of parked over us and out in the Pacific that are going to deliver the goods um, for at least another week or or probably more. Yeah. So just so our listeners understand, we're talking. You and I are talking on April nineteenth, just so they have sort of a reference point there. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So, so anyway, I mean, you know, going, you know, going into early April um, here and and looking at what our water uh, conditions were going to be, um, I, I was thinking this conversation uh, that we had planned might be entirely different than than what it's turning out to be today. Um, I was uh, I was anticipating seeing. You know, some of the lakes, um, like Lava Lake and par- probably even Hosmer Lake opening up, um, you know, nearly about the first of May. I do not think that's going to happen at this time. Um, I think it'll be a little bit more normal opening, uh, later in May, maybe even, uh, quite later in, in May for places like Hosmer and, and East Lake and Polina Lake. Um, I know that, uh, East Lake has quite a bit of snow. Um, up there and the lake is still frozen. Palina Lake is still frozen also with quite a bit of snow. Um, so those are, those are going to be a lot later openers than I would have anticipated. Going into early May, there's, there's, there's little doubt in my mind that, uh, that those are still going to be closed, um, and, and unaccessible for anglers, uh, until quite a while longer. Moving on to, um, you know, sort of the forecast of fishing in May. I always think that, you know, a lot of people have a, a great desire to, to hit that big salmon fly and golden stone hatch on the lower Deschutes. Um, and, you know, warm strings down to Trout Creek is a nice day trip. 
you know, Trout Creek down to Harpen Flats above Maupin is a, is a great three day trip, uh, for boaters and, and rafters that have experience of whitewater and, and, you know, camping along rivers. Um, and then there's some day trips down in the Maupin area. And, you know, that salmon fly hatch will start lower in the river. It'll certainly start, uh, um, in the Maupin area before it heads up towards Warm Springs every, every day or two. Uh, the hatch, you know, kind of marches up river and, and uh, the migration of those bugs uh, continues. Um, so it's a really it's a really fun time in in May. Again, uh, you know, in in warm in warm years, um, you know, we've seen that hatch start the you know around the first part of, of May um, with the weather pattern changing. Um, I'm going to guess that we're going to be probably between about May 7th and May 10th before we see the the first bugs really starting to crawl out unless for some reason next week or the week after it, it got uh, incredibly hot and all of a sudden. Um, so that puts it more on track with a, with a normal hatch cycle. Um, you know, since they, since they put in the selective control tower at, at, uh, at the Round Butte Dam, um, which, uh, you know, has, has warmed up the water temperature and the lower Deschutes a little earlier in the spring than, than used to be. Um, uh, you know, when they, when they drew all the water out from the bottom of the reservoir, now they're drying some of the water from the top of the reservoir and mixing it with water from the middle, which warms up that, that water down in the chutes a little bit quicker than, than what used to happen. So those salmon flies definitely hatch two or three weeks earlier than, than what we've been used to, um, for a number of decades since the dam was, was first installed. Um, but, uh, but this year, kind of kind of just you know looking at my my crystal ball which i don't actually have it's just mostly just watching weather patterns and and water temperatures and and working off of past experiences i think that salmon fly hatch is going to probably be be going in the warm springs area um pretty well by about mid-may so that would be a great time to to plan a a trip down there prior to that you know the river actually opens uh this coming friday um on uh, April 22nd, um, so that the whole Deschutes River will will now be open starting on April 22nd, and uh, at this time of year, you can expect good caddis hatches. Uh, mayfly called a March Brown is is very prevalent. Um, can, those two hatches can bring up uh, nice action to the surface for dry fly anglers, um, and then there's there's just terrifically, you know, terrific uh, nymph fishing opportunities, whether you're Euro nymphing or strike indicator uh, nymphing um, through, throughout the early season uh, down on the lower Deschutes. So that that's definitely one to put on your list if you're looking for a place to, to go during the month of May or, or even here starting after, after Friday, April 22nd. Um, the middle Deschutes, uh, you know, basically starts in Bend, uh, just above the river house and, and runs down to Lake Billy Chinook. So an awful lot of, um, access points and opportunities to, to fish the middle Deschutes. There's also a, a lot of private property and a lot of tricky to access canyons. So, you know, uh, plan your trip accordingly. Um, but that salmon fly hatch, uh, on the middle Deschutes will probably be a good week or two earlier than down on the lower Deschutes. It wouldn't surprise me to, to see those at the first of May, um, just based on, on, uh, on water, water levels down the, the middle Deschutes. Um, and besides, so besides salmon flies, you're going to see, um, mayflies like March Browns and pale morning duns mixing caddis flies on the warmer days. And, and again, 
pretty darn good nymph fishing um, down the middle of the chutes. While the uh, Fall River and the Metolius are, are actually year-round fisheries, I think they're important to to mention as we kind of do our, our opening day and, and end of May, um, you know, look look ahead as to what the fishing conditions are going to be. And, you know, a, as we move towards opening day of fishing season, ODFNW will um, do, you know, a lot more stocking of trout in the Fall River. Of course, the Metolius River has gone uh, clear back in 1995, went to all wild trout management, so they don't stock any trout in the Metolius anymore. Um, but uh, the month of May on the Metolius is, is, a, is a really, really interesting month in terms of uh, hatches that start occurring um, and just the, the longevity and, and uh, intensity of the hatches that you'll see out there. You know, you've got... A lot of uh, beautiful little yellow mayflies called pale morning duns. Um, we have uh, by mid mid May anyway, sometimes a little bit earlier, but usually mid May, the first of the green drake hatch, which goes uh, all through May and well into June, usually into that third week of June. So it's the largest mayfly that we have in Central Oregon, Michael, and and uh, it can be an absolute delight to be able to fish with such a big dry fly. Uh, the fish, you know, you can see it floating on the water really well, and the and the fish can see it easily too, and they know it's a, a T-bone steak floating down the river, and they just come up and crush it. Um, so that uh, that green drake is one of my favorite hatches. I think we've talked about that before, but it's just one of my very favorite favorite hatches to fish, and it happens on the Metolius twice a year. It happens, you know, in in May and early June, or May to mid June, and then it, it happens again in September into early October. Um, other rivers do have green drakes, the Fall River, the Lower Deschutes, even uh, to a small extent in areas of the Middle Deschutes. Um, but uh, but let's kind of let's kind of cruise on back over to the to the Fall River with ODFNW putting in a, a a fair number of both trophy and catchable size rainbows to supplement what's already in there. Um, the month of May can be a great time to hit the Fall River. Um, and uh, you'll see, you know, you'll see good hatches going on. Kind of everything that I talked about from the other rivers, pale morning duns, March browns, caddis. Um, but over there, you can also add ants and beetles. Um, it's really good streamer fishing with with small, um, you know, streamers like pine squirrel minnows and um, balance leeches and small sculpins like a fly called a sculpzilla is pretty darn good over there. Um, we've got some, some new streamers that have come to us this year that are, that are, uh, more specifically designed to fish off of a Euro nymphing rod without an indicator, um, that, uh, that I had a chance to try out, um, last fall over at the Fall River and, and had some great success with. So, you know, lots of fun to be had there. And then, you know, kind of, kind of as a, as a final talk on, on the rivers for the area, um, the Crooked River is is uh, is definitely seeing some improvement um, with water levels. They've started the irrigation season, so they're pushing some water out of the reservoir downstream through that through that wonderful fishing area between Bowman Dam and about mile post 12 um, to to deliver water further down towards the the farms and ranches that that need it. Um, and so that that has improved the fishing quite a bit on the Crooked River. It's just it's just you know improved the access. The fish are more free to you know kind of move around and spread out and 
Um, we've been seeing some decent hatches of, of mayflies in the afternoon, midges in the evening, and that should continue um, and improve as we move into the month of May. One thing that, too, I, I should absolutely mention for the Crooked River, by about mid-May, there is a gigantic emergence of caddisflies that are referred to as the Mother's Day caddis. Um, and uh, if you've ever, you know, picked up a rock from the bottom of the Crooked River to examine the the aquatic life that lives on the rocks in the, in the Crooked River, you'll see a myriad of a bunch of things living on the rock. But one of the things that, that you see in great, great numbers are these small case caddis that many of us grew up calling, you know, calling them periwinkles. Um, they're actually a, a species of caddis called Brachycentris, um, and they hatch in, in May and June for the most part on the on the Crooked River. And uh, on certain days for at least a couple of weeks, you'll have uh, caddis hatches out there that are so heavy that it can sometimes resemble a snowstorm with which is millions of snowflakes blowing in the breeze. Um, they'll they'll be migrating up or downstream and smacking you in the face and and uh, bouncing off of your glasses and your hat. Um, it can it can really uh, take on quite a feeding frenzy when that's happening on the river. That sounds exciting. It's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. There's a, a couple of flies that that I really like when I'm fishing that hatch. Um, there's a fly called a, a Henry, a Henrysville caddis, um, an X caddis, and then I just like a nice little soft tackle, uh, to swing underneath the surface to either look like a drowning, um, or egg laying caddis adult or a pupa that is in the process of emerging. Um, all of those can be very effective for that hatch. So moving on to, um, to lakes, which are, um, all, you know, for the most part, kind of all opening up here on, on April 22nd. Um, the Crane Prairie and Wikiup Reservoirs are going to just be opening on April 22nd. Uh, both should be fishing really well. Wikiup is, is nowhere near full, but we should have about two months of uh, decent access to an actual lake before it uh, goes back down to more of a river status throughout most of the, the grounds that the, that the lake should cover. Um, Crane Prairie should remain pretty high throughout the year and uh, should fish extremely well starting here right off the, right off the bat with leeches and chronomids. Um, I would expect kind of the same thing, but adding some streamer patterns too over at Wakey Up. Cosmer Lake has is, is, uh, definitely kind of changed the um, the opening time that I first thought would happen. Um, it'll it'll be snowed in for quite a while now. I was hopeful that we might be in there early May. Uh, I don't I don't believe that's going to be the case. Maybe mid May. Um, I know some years I get in there on my birthday on mid May, but I, I'm guessing it's going to be um, you know past mid May, maybe towards uh, towards Memorial Day before we're up at Hosmer Lake this year. And then uh, moving up towards eastern Polina, they're still frozen and have an awful lot of snow, so um, it's going to be a, quite a while before those are open. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Anything, any any uh, final thoughts? So for a lot of you that are just starting your fishing season for the year, um, you know, now's the time to kind of go through and, and, you know, make sure your tippet is fresh. If you've got nylon leaders and tippets that are more than a couple years old, um, you know, you might want to consider throwing those out and, and starting with some fresh stuff so you, you know, you don't break off fish when when the time comes to use that stuff. Um, maybe clean your fly line, 
uh, oil your reel and uh, and just make sure that that your you know your waders don't need a patch before you head out for the first time uh, this season. Yeah, it's that making sure your waders don't leak is a, is a really important, especially in the uh, early spring. Yeah, when the water's still really cold, man, it's it's crazy. So yeah. I know uh, I'm I'm heading to the Metolius here in just a little bit, and and uh, that that's no place to have leaky waders. So we'll talk again next month. Okay, I'll look forward to that.